GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. More on our top story. Former government minister Ernest Brito has died. He was aged 79. He first became a member of parliament in 1988 and went on to serve in the GSD administration in government from 1996 to 2011. Among other things, he had responsibility for health, the environment and sports. Ernest Brito was also made honorary colonel for the Royal Gibraltar Regiment in 2014. The leader of the opposition said Mr Brito was a leading figure in the GSD and gave a life of service to Gibraltar. Keith Asopardi said Mr Brito will be sorely missed as a friend and also a colleague. Meanwhile, former Chief Minister Sir Peter Garuana told GBC that Mr Brito was one of the most loyal ministers and one of the most loyal friends to him. He was an excellent minister. He was with me from the very beginning, since since 1992. He served in each one of my governments. He was one of my key uh, ministers and, and indeed one of my key personal political advisors. He was one of the ministers that I would always confer with, even in respect of matters that were not his ministerial responsibility. He was extraordinarily experienced in life, extraordinarily uh, sensible, always had good balance and considered advice to give, and he was an enormous help to me in all the years that I was Chief Minister of Gibraltar. It's sad. He, he has, as your viewers may know, had been unwell for some time, but it's always sad, and and uh, I extend my condolences uh, to his widow and to his family. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Right, well, it's been the top story of the past week, really. Uh, the coronation of King Charles III in London, Roz Astengo, um, you travelled there uh, because you wanted to, to soak in the day and then because you're such a committed professional, you felt obliged <laughs> to, to cover it, as it were. I wouldn't say obliged, Jonathan, because it was such an honour and a pleasure to do it. Yes, I as soon as I heard the date of the coronation, I thought, right, I'm, I'm off there. And I booked my weekend away and I really just wanted to enjoy it because... Um, you know, I think there's nothing that unifies like these huge historic events. We've had, you know, various jubilees. I remember as a child, the Queen's Silver Jubilee and all the street parties, and it was wonderful. Then you had the Queen's, uh, you know, Platinum Jubilee. We sad, sadly had the Queen's death, but that saw huge unification uh, of mourning ac- across the country. And, and then, of course, now we have the coronation. And uh, as you saw on the scenes on TV, tens of thousands of people turned up to enjoy the occasion. And uh, it, w- it was wonderful being there. And I say it was an honour and a privilege because uh, when the Royal Gibraltar Regiment uh, Francis Brancato called me and said, you know, would you be able to cover uh, some of our marching? I was absolutely delighted to do it. I wanted to be there and uh, it was quite an occasion, I have to say, so proud to see our guys there dressed in their scarlet tunics and their red uh, their white um, helmets and marching along with 4,000 other troops from Army, Navy, Air Force. Um, 
at Wellington Barracks getting ready and they, they looked immaculate. They marched perfectly. Um, there were 14 members of the regiment. And so you had 10 at Wellington Barracks who were from the marching contingent. And then you had four that were from the colour party. And they joined, uh, they joined afterwards. Um, yeah. And you, there was, I also managed to capture the Gibraltar flag marched along with the, um, all the other flags of the Commonwealth as well as it left the barracks. And not only as it left the barracks, but as it was marching down the mile as well. Good stuff. I mean, I can tell. The excitement from your voice, it must have been a really enjoyable event. It was, and I tell you something, I managed to, you know, a little bit of charm, a smile, gets you places, Jonathan. And a GBC press pass. And a GBC play. it was like flashing an FBI uh, badge, I have to say. Um, Yeah, I managed to get myself into some really good positions, and uh, just as the Golden State carriage uh, passed by, and and also managed to get the Gibraltar flag marching by, got a really good position, uh, front line, front row seat really as as they were marching by so i captured some really really good images which i was very very happy and proud to share so special for you and special for rafael and daniel gonzalez tell us um in in brief what they told you yeah well it could be that they are the only father and son contingent in the whole of the armed forces now i mean that's a big that's a big if but they have difficult to they have asked around and that is what they think they may have done but what a proud moment they're gonna go with it they're going with it we'll go with it it's fine Uh, but it was a very proud moment i spoke to them afterwards and this is what they had to say well, first of all, it was uh, really impressive. It's a unique occasion. Uh, it was also a very proud occasion, um, you know, not only to, to represent Gibraltar, obviously our beloved Royal Gibraltar Regiment, and it was, it was really, really good. I mean, it was a sense of pride, achievement. We, um, we worked very hard, but everything was worth it, every, every second of it. So we did do a lot of rehearsals based at Hanhurst, and the bottom line is that it was a very proud occasion for us all. My son is, uh, is the CQMS of B Company. He's a colour sergeant and uh, I latched on to the opportunity to, to, to do this, yeah. And it, we, we did ask around and uh, lots of people spoke to us. And when, when this particular uh, little uh, anecdotal thing, if you like, uh, came up, yeah, I think we were the only father and son in, 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 a, in a total of 7,000 participants. So it is indeed a very proud occasion for me. Oh, well, it was, it was an absolute privilege and honour just to be there present on the day. Uh, you know, um, from from start to finish, it was all that one could have could have pretty much thought it would it would be like. Um, that and obviously added to the fact that I was on parade with with my father just made it all that uh, more special to me. Um, but yeah, definitely the the the, the whole build up to the events just really got everyone going. And once we're uh, on on the day, you know. Um, it just made everyone feel very, very proud to be there. Also representing Gibraltar and the wider regiment. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Online banking service Revolut has suspended taking on any more customers from Gibraltar. The money transfer system is popular among Gibraltarians. It allows multi-currency deposits and uses real-time conversion rates. In answer to GBC questions, the British-Lithuanian company said it had paused what they call onboarding for Gibraltar applicants, but it hasn't said why. Charles says that he knows that the government would prefer to paper over the horrendous effects of the grey listing, but the consequences are growing by the day. 
Uh, Roman says Revolut does not have a Gibraltar license and someone must have complained, possibly the uh, one of the banks in Gibraltar or maybe the Financial Services Commission has had a look. That's just uh, Roman's opinion. Karen said that he also thinks it's due to Gibraltar being grey-listed by the Financial Action Task Force. Uh, he says as far as he's heard from people in the know who've contacted Revolut, uh, the grey listing is the reason. Although, as um, as I said, GBC did contact Revolut and they have not wanted to comment on the reason for stopping to take on Gibraltar customers. Now, on to something completely different. Gibraltar's Book Council has been represented at the London Book Fair. Uh, which is a global marketplace for storytellers and creators. Davina Barbara was there and she joins us now at Broadcasting House uh, to tell us about her experiences of the three-day book fair. Good afternoon, Davina. Good afternoon, Jonathan. What was it like? Well, it was extremely exciting and we feel um, it certainly was a valuable experience. Very, very interesting both for myself and uh, Mark Sanchez, who is also part of the council and uh, one of uh, Gibraltar's uh, authors as well. And we really took the trip uh, as a recce, as it were, to look at the value of having a Gibraltar stand at next year's festival, obviously with a view of promoting and representing our local authors and their work. And just for you to get a feel of the place, because it really was... Uh, a jam-packed three-day event. It was held at the Olympia Exhibition Centre in Kensington. I don't know where you nice. know the place. Cool so venue. It was massive with uh, lots of extensions to it. And it saw hundreds of professionals basically come together for this event. And, you know, you had publishers, you had countries represented, you had the, the smaller organisations. And it was an opportunity to network, to meet, to explore new, new opportunities, to consider the challenges facing the, the book industry as well. And certainly a place where I think uh, Gibraltar should be represented next year. We need to look at how we'd go about it, but uh, certainly representation there would make us known, would make us stand out. I think it would promote us as a writing community and as a territory that values, you know, its language, its identity, as well as its writers, poets and other individuals engaged in literary self-expression. And certainly from that initial um, contact that we've made, there was a lot of interest. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar Today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.